Hello dear listener and welcome to Marriage the Godly Institution podcast. My name is Joy and I'm also the author of the book Marriage the Godly Institution. Through this podcast, I'm bringing you the content of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter and I hope you will like it. In our previous episode, we looked at the role of parents. Today we shall look at what marriage has got to do with the rest of one's life. When God created man, for sure, he knew and understood why it was not good for man to live alone. There are so many things that surround the life of a man, jobs, businesses, among others. But God insists that marriage should be treated with respect by all. As we have discussed in the beginning, marriage is a get of either a good or a bad life. Marriage affects all other areas of a man's life. Your success in marriage brings success to all these other areas. Many of us invest so much in our businesses, our jobs, jobs, friendship, and other areas more than we do in marriage. It is a high time things have to change to give marriage the place it deserves in our lives. How does marriage affect all other areas of our lives? Number one, our health. Our health is greatly affected by the environment in our marriage. When we enjoy peace and joy in marriage, we enjoy good health. Pressure, physical, and emotional abuse in marriage causes partners to age early and even suffer from diseases such as high blood pressure, cancer, stress, among others. For a husband and a wife to live long and enjoy the fruit of their labor, they need to invest in a happy marriage. A healthy marriage results into a healthy body. Parenting. Parenting needs to be done by both parents. Parenting becomes more comfortable when a husband and a wife support each other. It becomes tedious when left to one partner, especially for our teenage children. Our children learn more from our past parents because we are their role models. They find pride in us when they see us parents live happily together. The word of God says in Proverbs 17, 6, grandchildren are the crown glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Children's self-esteem diminishes when they observe friction between their parents. They withdraw, become hostile, rebellious, engage in sexual immorality and drug addiction as one way of releasing their frustration. A happy marriage is equal to a happy family. A happy family has time for each other. They use this time to give instructions and teachings to their children to help them in the future. The word of God says in Proverbs 6.20, My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. In a troubled marriage, parents have no time and peace of mind to sit with their children and counsel them careers. When we are happy in our marriages, happiness flows to our places of work. We relate well with our workmates, our bosses, and even customers in our businesses. We do our work freely and with confidence, knowing that at the end of the day, we are going back to happy homes. For us to excel in our businesses and careers, let's invest a lot in our marriages spiritual lives. When we have a good relationship with our spouses, our spiritual lives will grow. We pray freely, 
read the Bible and even worship with confidence because we know we have no bitterness and unforgiveness. A husband who respects his wife is guaranteed of his prayers being answered when he prays. Our spiritual lives become stagnant when we live in bitterness and pain brought about due to friction in our marriages. Happy couples sit next to each other even in the church. They have a common prayer item and for sure if two or three agree on anything in prayer, God is in their midst and their prayer will be answered. Family relations and gatherings. A happy husband and wife attend family gatherings without fear. They cannot However, contribute freely and share views and opinions in a family gathering when the marriage is in trouble. They will abscond from the family gatherings, which weakens their social functioning in society. A disturbed couple avoids family gatherings to avoid going through shame. Self-esteem and confidence. A happy couple has strong self-confidence and esteem. They walk holding hands, making fun and laugh freely. They express themselves freely amid others without fear and doubt. They have self-confidence and pursue their goals with hope. They easily succeed in anything they do. Family name. Earlier on, we said, before one gets married, he or she, with God's help, has to do research and ensure they marry from a family that God has a godly history. A happy marriage builds a strong family history, like parents, like children. People aspire to marry from such a families. Our children miss marriage opportunities and end up getting married to the wrong partners out of desperation because of our bad family history investment and progress. A happy couple shares ideas when it comes to investment. They pray together, encourage and support each other. With the help of God, they succeed in whatever they do. A frustrated couple wants to invest separately. Since they do not support each other, they do not make progress in their investment. When hopelessness comes in, some even give up and see no need for investing. Happy old age. A happy couple will enjoy their old age. After the children are grown and this couple is left alone, nothing will take away their joy because they have been friends ever since. How do we build a friendship in old age? In a troubled marriage, the couple will suffer from loneliness, which is not healthy and might lead to premature death. For us to enjoy a happy old age, let's invest in a happy marriage now. Peaceful life. Friends, good life is about peace. You can have all the wealth in the world, but without peace, it is of no value. God's gift for us is to enjoy a long life and eat the fruit of our labor. How do you enjoy your wealth in a troubled marriage? When your marriage is peaceful, almost three quarters of your life will be peaceful. Let us invest in a strong, happy, and peaceful marriage. I hope you enjoyed this part of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message and please let me know. In our next episode, we shall look at hope in sanctification. Thank you for listening.